Bobby Petrino? Um, the newly appointed offensive coordinator for Arkansas, right? Yes. Would yeah. You like to hear a story about? Do you know the history of Bobby Petrino? He used to coach there before, didn't he? The oh, this is hilarious on multiple levels. We're not gonna we're not gonna go into his days at the Atlanta Falcons and how he left in the middle of the night and left notes in the players' lockers telling him that he is out. Uh, Wait, start that sentence over again. So when so Bob Petrino before he went to Arkansas the first time was the head coach of the Falcons. He quit in the middle of the night and left notes in the players' lockers, essentially saying, "This was cool, but I'm out." So he takes the head coaching job at Arkansas. First year is kind of rough. I believe the second year they go 10 and 2. He has Ryan Mallett. I think Ryan Mallett was a first round pick. Granted, so here they are. They're 10 and 2. Uh, shortly thereafter, Bobby Petrino gets into a motorcycle accident. And he refuses uh, medical care. He doesn't want anyone to call 911. He goes so far that he flags someone driving hitches a ride to a diner down the street and then he calls uh one of the police officers that escorts him on the field during game day right to take him to the hospital and you may be wondering why are you doing oh he, all- oh, he, oh, he did that shit whatever they said he did he did that oh, shit d this is going this is hilarious so you may be wondering why go through all of that trouble you were in a motorcycle accident it happens no 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 he was in a motorcycle accident and someone else was there. That someone else happened to be his mistress. It gets better. His mistress was an old volleyball player at Arkansas that he hired to be on his staff as a personal assistant. It gets better. Bobby Petrino. Most okay. state jobs. Any job that is funded by taxpayer dollars is usually some sort of law that says this job has to be posted X amount of days before you can hire someone. At the time of Bobby Petrino's employment at Arkansas, the state of Arkansas law was the job had to be posted for 30 days. Bobby Petrino raised so much hell that he got her hired in 16 days. Now, out of all the people who applied for that job, she was the only person who did not have a master's degree and she was the only person who did not have experience working in an athletics department specifically in a football department it gets better wait a minute she had no experience in this field in which she was applying and this was the same position that Bobby Petrina was raising hell that you don't need that much experience to be in no 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 he was saying this i can't wait 30 days to hire this person I need assistance today. Mm. So they skirted around the law for Bobby Petrino to hire her as his one of his personal assistants. D, it gets even better than that. For Christmas, Bobby Petrino allegedly gives this girl $20,000 in cash. I kind of so, like I kind of like his pimping. So before we close this story, Bobby Petrino used state funds to hire his mistress to his staff as a personal assistant. Got into a motorcycle accident with her on the back, lied, 
And then he got a tip that a reporter found out that she was there and got their hands on the police report. Comes clean. If you go Google Bobby Pacino right now, there's an infamous press conference when he is in a neck brace. It is from that accident. And his nah, face nah, is... Nah, I just laugh at that. I just laugh at that. No, Bobby, Google, it. Google, Google, at Google it right now. Google Bobby, Bobby Petrino. I ain't, ain't going to laugh at your neck brace. Can I ask you a question? What did yes. Bobby do wrong here? Dog, you cannot use state fund to hire your mistress. Oh, well, there's politicians that is, There was a politician down in Florida getting his freak on with another man that they just outed. So I don't want to hear that. D, it gets even better, though. The story's not over. Hmm. So he is, of course, fired from Arkansas because you can't do that. And the administration act like he lied, even though they probably knew. And now Arkansas wants to hire him back as their offensive coordinator. D, my question to you is, who is the most famous Arkansas Razorback on the planet? Darren McFadden? No. The owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jerry Jones. Jones. Now, I'm not saying Jerry has his hand in this. But I'm not not saying that Jerry doesn't have his hand in this. Jerry not going to let a little investment in a little affair get in the way of the, the former glory days of his alma mater. Shout out to Jerry. It all comes back to Jerry. Jerry is the godfather of football at all levels. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you just tell me this entire story just to bring this back to Jerry Jones? No. It's just hilarious that Jerry Jones is an Arkansas Razorback. The real question is, what's wrong with getting in the motorcycle accident with your side piece? Nothing. It's lying about it and then having the world figure out that you use state funds to give her a job I don't even that think she the state funds is the bad part. There are politicians out here who are using state funds for prostitutes. They don't get caught. Okay. Bob Petrino was not getting caught, but he did. Hugh Freeze got caught texting the hoes on the state phone. That's what you shouldn't do. That's what Hugh you Hugh Freeze, do. Bob Petrino. Y'all really just got to control your horny control your horny and with that welcome to episode 124 speak on it yeah i you usually do the intros now because you're a lot better so i'll try to do you service and if i don't you can correct me i am some random bald guy here on the east coast they call me danny ocean and then the bro with the fro who's the best dj on the west coast oh bars we trying to we trying to get there. We trying to Low get there. mix. You sent me that second mix. I started to listen to it. I really love the wrestling promos. It's so funny. Listen, man, I appreciate it, dog. It's, that was a good one. I was uh, you know, wanted to want to spend some for for you know the pod feeling real uh real creative. It's funny because I recorded that and then like I like got some food and I recorded like two or three other mixes like right after. So I'm just I'm I'm in a I'm in a good space trying to get better. Trying to get more gigs. That's what that's what that's what we're working on next. So uh I played like an impromptu one like a Friday or so ago. I don't know if I told you. Really? So someone just called you like, Hey, I need DJ, can you come through? Now I was at my man's house. Uh so so this was definitely then last week. So I was at my man's house. He had like a little friends given. Okay. So I just, you know, pulled pulled up. And of course he had DJ, so he, you know. I just pulled up there with my stuff just because, you know, I was believing better to have it on you than not at all. And then he was like, yo, you want to get some practice in tonight? I said, shit, I'm down. So I spun for, spun for about an hour okay. or, until my computer died, which is the fucking. My computer died and the charger wasn't working, but it was but it was the charger that I've had since I first got it. OK, so that's when I realized it finally died on me. So do you have mixes already set up or do you just go in and just 
whatever song and just bring nah, it all I, together. I mean, I'm, 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 you just kind of go in there and then you just kind of see what the vibe is. What you know, however you feeling or wherever the wind kind of takes you to start, and then you just kind of read the room and go with the vibes and let the music take you. Follow the music. Um, okay. There are like certain songs that I do want to be like, yo, I want to play this. I want to play this because there's like certain you know bags or genres you want to try to get into. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you just that mix. If you listen to the whole thing. I, I I feel like from start by the time you when you start it when you finish it you'd be like yo was, we went in a lot of different places but uh, I, yeah, that's where we go that's what I like to do I'm about twenty twenty five minutes in I feel like every time at work when I put in my headphones and start <laughs> oh, listening to the mix to wait till you get to about about that hour part in you random, random random little disco little little groove disco set little house di- oh, listen you'll see it you'll see it I'm it's looking forward bad. to it. But it's um, out now on SoundCloud for anyone wanting to listen. Yeah, what's your what's your SoundCloud? What's your SoundCloud at? Same as the Instagram, the Twitter, the Twitch, and the YouTube. It is at Los D Mix. That's L O S D E E M I X. It is episode two of the Mix Upstairs, exclusively for Speak On It podcast. So try to get that in every so often for the pod, Danny. We starting off in the NFL, aren't we? Yeah, we 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 getting cracking in the NFL. It was a special week in the NFL because we had Thanksgiving games. Oh. Uh, let's start with your Green Bay Packers in Detroit. Let's start with the positive. Did Green Bay show you anything? Let me tell you what Green Bay showed me. That bullshit that they was talking about in Detroit with them scaredy cats that they call lions. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to hear no more of it. And let me tell you something, Jordan Love. He looked like that dude. He looked like he. He looked like he. He looked like Green Bay may have gotten another generational quarterback. That all we need is a few more. I really think, as young as his wide receiver room is, if there was just one solid vet, like, or even maybe not a vet, we need like a Zay Jones type beat. You know what I'm saying? Like a possession receiver, someone who knows the sticks, how to run routes. He will get open. That's what we need. I think we got a lot of good young players, but I think we just need like a good possession, like a Mike Evans type beat. But Mike Evans is way more than a possession receiver. I was thinking like Christian Kirk. Yeah, but Christian Kirk, that's the, he's the possession receiver for Jacksonville. That's why they went and got him. Oh, how would you feel about Hollywood Brown? I don't think he fits what we're trying to do. Okay. He's more down the field. I think he's more yards after catch. I'm talking about. I'm really th- talking about like a Zay Jones or a. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know why Zay Jones comes to mind, but Zay Jones is like he fits. Ideal. Yeah. You need but, an adult in the room, right? But I also want to say I think. The defense is playing at a lights-out level. I think what Green Bay is showing is that defensively, starting through the defensive line, we get pressure. You guys realize that wasn't even our full starting defense. We had a lot of guys missing on offense and defense, particularly on defense and the back end, missing starting safety, starting corners, and we just generated pressure. That's what I like to see from the Green Bay Packers. Listen, they keep calling him Matt Livleur, but call him Big Game Matt. Outside of a, outside of a few playoff games, when it comes to 
coaching on shorthanded weeks or coaching underhanded or with a hurt roster, the guy comes up with game plans that the team executes at a very high level. We've won a lot of games we had no business winning because we simply just outplayed the other team. Similarly to Detroit, if you watch that game from start to finish, you would have known the Green Bay Packers were flat out the better team on the field. No denying it. And you guys are the and you guys are the first team out. You're currently eighth. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize you all were so close to the playoffs. We're rolling right now. And they thought it, they said it's a, a rebuild. It is a rebuild, but it's a show me something rebuild. Imagine if this team is able to sneak into the playoffs. Now you're looking at Jordan Love and you're saying, yo, we got to build around you because it's clear you're there. You're there. Now that now that we've talked about the positive, I know you wanted to get your shit off on the Lions. Pause. <sighs> Detroit, coming into this week. Everyone kept saying Detroit has an easy path to the one seed. Like Philadelphia is eventually going to slip up, maybe one or two games. They got a tough, 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 tough games. You're Detroit. You got a lot of divisional games left. Your big game is probably the Lions. If you can play like you've been playing, you have a chance to maybe catch Philadelphia the then the year for the number one seed. And that's what y'all come out there and do, like in front of the hoes in prime time. That's what y'all do. <laughs> That like that's what y'all like that like that that's the performance we go out there and put out in front of Jack Harlow in the igloo. What a terrible halftime show! And Jack, you got to perform "Loving on Me" a little bit earlier than that set. I, I see what you're trying to do. That's my shit. I don't like no whips and chains when you can't slow me down. And you, well, Jack Harlow, set look like. Hey, hold on. Oversized slip and slide. Hold on. <clears throat> I need y'all to know that the budget for the Thanksgiving Day halftime show and the budget for the Super Bowl halftime show is very different. Can we talk for a second about how y'all was out here lusting for Dolly Parton doing the Cowboys halftime show? Why? Why not? Y'all go to hell, man. man let me tell you something. Let you me act tell you like something. you wouldn't. If Dolly wasn't to part that way, you wouldn't knock that ton out of here. I, hey. Dolly, let me tell you Dolly, something about Dolly. You are, Dolly take them spanks off and that Jolene. thing hitting the floor. I guarantee it. I'm going to be in that bitch like Jolene. Jolene. Dolly pardon take her spanks off. That thing slapping the floor. You don't want no part of that. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Why are you disrespecting legends like this? I don't like it. Why are you disrespecting legends like this? Why, why are y'all so horny? Like even Skip Bayless was on Twitter like, yo. Okay. I don't want to be mentioned with Skip Bayless. <laughs> Yo, did you see Skip's tweet? Okay, yes, maybe Skip was a little. Nah, I mean, Skip was super horny. Dak was beating up the Commanders, and Dolly Parton was on TV. I know Skip was looking at Ernest. Why are we not right? talking about uh, Dak on the sideline eating turkey legs? Hilarious. The Commanders. The only thing that can go worse for the Commanders is if that happened in DC. I mean, who among us thought the commanders had a chance? Well, I'm... who? I didn't even. I'm so glad that was the second Sam game because everyone was eating. The league in passing yards. He also leads the leagues in sacks. Sacks taken. Let me. Uh, is that still the case? Let me. <laughs> let me be perfectly honest with you. I. I. Uh, when this game came on, I had just finished eating. I just, you know, 
put the put the leftovers in the little containers and I was laying, you know, laying on the couch. About midway through the first while I fully got relaxed on the couch. Not gonna hold you, started to get ugly. I think I fell asleep and then I woke up. Yep. I woke up and it was uh like middle of the third or the top of the fourth, and it was very much out of reach. And I was just like, what the fuck happened? What uh, what happened? But then at whatever point in the game that Jim Nance was literally saying Deron Bland could break the pick six all-time record, and as it happened, that's when I kind of had zoned back into the game, and I was like, oh, brother, this game is yuck. Who scheduled this? I mean, that's a Thanksgiving tradition. Like, why do the Lions get every Thanksgiving? Can we talk about the competitive advantage that those teams get or no? Who? So the Cowboys have a Thursday night game on Thanksgiving. They have a Thursday night game this week, and then they have an extra two days to prepare for the Eagles game on Sunday night. Same thing with San Francisco. They had a Thanksgiving game, and now they get extra days to prepare for Philadelphia this week. <laughs> it's okay. Listen to what the fuck you're about to do. Next subject. <laughs> yo, That's okay, though. Yo, if there's one thing an Eagle fan's going to do, y'all are pathetic. Y'all know that. We're number one in the Y'all are pathetic sometimes. We'll get to the Eagles in a second. Let's talk about some other games on Sunday. Uh, the Jags take care of the Texans in quite the game. Yeah, Very thrilling. Let me tell you something. Them Houston red on reds with the candy paint helmet. Fire. Nice. Top tier. It's a nice. It's a nice I, I, listen, say one thing. The, 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 the Texans may have lost this game, but let me tell you something. They're building something in Houston, and it's funny how with what one quarterback can do for a franchise. It's Yep. It's amazing what a franchise because we laughed at them, right? They drafted CJ Stroud and they drafted Will Anderson, and we're like, "What are you doing?" Now look at them; they could make the playoffs. They could legit make the playoffs, which is amazing. It's a lot of jambalaya up there in the AFC, but they could. Uh, Falcons take control of the probably the worst division of all the football. I saw something today; it was like whoever wins the NFC South is going to have to play Dallas or Philadelphia at home, and they're going to get like the 19th pick in the draft. Why are you trying to win that division? <laughs> I just, I, as you said, I said, yeah, now nah, that that's the two they'd probably have to play. That thought about it, and I said, man, congratulations, Atlanta. Dallas is on the way. But you know what? What's funny is it's a. I'm not going to say it's a. It's not. It's a lose lose. But it's a. You win the division. You you're playing Dallas or Philly. Let's just say you knock one of them off. Yeah. Now you're making it to the second round. Now that draft pick slips even further. And whoever you yep. play next, which would probably either it would probably be you'd go to the you'd go to the two seed because the lowest seed goes to the to the one seed. Yeah. So if the Falcons win, they'd be the four seed. They'd play the five. And if they won, they'd go to the two seed. So congratulations. You get to go to San Francisco. Yeah, so now you're going to San Francisco. And now they're or Philadelphia. Or whoever. And now, or Detroit. Like wherever yeah, you're and going. Now they're already like, oh, now we can't play with them. So now you're getting their best game. And now you're picking that pick like 23, 24. Have fun, Derek Carr. Like if, if I'm the Falcons, I want no parts of that because if you make the playoffs. You can't get rid of Desmond Ritter. And if you don't believe that it could happen, look at the New York Giants this year. Same yep. thing. Listen, same exact thing. Listen, if I'm the Falcons, I am I am starting Desmond Ritter because he is terrible. And we're going to play ourselves out of NFC South. 
We're going to get a top 10 pick, and maybe we can salvage something here. But New Orleans, go for it. But the thing but the thing is, New Orleans came in as a team that was actually trying. That was their goal. They didn't want an early draft pick. Tampa didn't know yeah. what they were coming into. And I would say of all the teams, Tampa is an interesting position where I think early in the year, they really believed they had something. And then as, as the weeks have gone on, in the last, in the last couple of weeks, they've realized, nah, this may not be it. How... What draft pick do the Buccaneers have to get before they have a fire sale? Like six, five? What do you mean? Like I'm saying if the if if the Buccaneers have the opportunity to draft a quarterback, a good quarterback, do you think they start having a fire sale, getting rid of Baker, getting rid of Mike Evans or Chris Godwin and, and starting this rebuild? Because you know how old is Chris Mike Evans is old. How old is Chris Guy? I think they would start by trading Mike Evans, probably for a team, yes. for a team that's looking for a veteran receiver. Probably looking for like a, a couple seconds. Um, yeah, Chris Godwin is twenty seven. So you got he might be able to stay. Nah, he'll you'll get more Chris Chris Godwin. I know they also feel highly of Trey Palmer down in Tampa. Honestly, I think um, this is a kind of a deep quarterback class this year. I think. If you're if you're Tampa right now, the way you're looking at it, if you fall out of that top twenty range, that's probably you got right now they're seventh. Yeah, so you stick with it. You stick with it because you never know. You might mess around and win a couple games or two, or you might mess around and make the playoffs. And then you're you're going from a top ten to a top fifteen, top twenty pick. It's funny because every team in front of them could be looking for a new quarterback. Chicago's in there twice. Arizona, New England, the Commanders, Arizona, the Giants, not probably not a, a new QB. By the way, you don't think so? You don't think they trade Kyler Murray? Have you been watching the games? I think Kyler Murray is. Uh, Kyler looks great, Kyler looks but do you think do you think they'd want to keep him? If you can get a cheaper quarterback who you think is they, just as good paid, or has the potential they, to be they, better, they paid him. They paid him that money, and listen, they built a team around him. You saw what that team is like without him. I think when you find good good quarterback play, it's better to bank on what you have. Same with the Vikings. You go out here like you don't listen. You just don't have the roster to just be going out here and telling guys who are really, really good players, but are in that middle part of their career that we're in um, a rebuild. Like that's, you're not telling people that. Like, especially when you have someone like a Kyler Murray, or like a Kirk Cousins, yo, pay him his money. Like, what are we doing here? Pay him his money. I, I'm with you. I, I think you keep Kyler, but I, I don't think it's completely out completely. I think, out of I think he ran, runs Shane's offense a good way. You know, I think, I don't think Kyler's where they need to start in terms of revamping that. I agree. <clears throat> so I, I, first you need to fire Jonathan Gannon, then you get started. No, I, I don't. I don't think that's what we need to do. But uh, how much time do you want to spend talking about the Patriots and the Giants? Roger Goodell, John O, whoever owns the Giants' name, and Mister Robert Kraft. Y'all need to give a lot of people their money back. That was god awful, but it was hilarious. But it was god awful. I think after Mac Jones' second turnover, I think NFL Red Zone was like, you know what? We're not. Don't even worry about this. Good. 
We are good on this. Scott we'll Hansen. let you know when Scott Hansen going through a fire drill, letting folks know, yo, dog, trust me, y'all not missing nothing. There's more action in this building right now than what's happening in like, that it was, trust It me. was one of the nastiest games I've ever probably seen. It was disgusting. And I'm the NFL should be ashamed to put their fans through that. I can't imagine buying Sunday ticket and they're saying, hey, you want to watch the Patriots and Giants? Man, fuck out of here. Hey, what about, um, I mean, the, the the Bears and the Vikings wasn't too much better. God, I think that we should be allowed to flex games a lot sooner. I, I'm shocked the NFL didn't, because I think they can flex Monday night like You need like now. 18, you it's got to be like 18 or so, or 12 or 18 days now. Oh, really? Yeah. Dog. Last night, I didn't even watch last night's game. I had no desire to watch Josh Dobbs or Justin. Fields I was watching it for fantasy purposes, and I ended up going to bed so sick. You know what I watched last night? My wife and I watched Sister Wives. I love that show. That's not hip hop. It's funny though. I was. We'll talk about it later. But I was more excited to watch WWE. That got me out of my bad mood. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, that. Yo, later. <clears throat> How normal is it for fantasy to real like really fuck your mood up for at least about an hour, hour and a half on a Monday night? So Monday, unfortunately Monday, for me, it like, can fuck up like a, a 48 hour span. It could. It could, especially if it's close. Luckily, well, unfortunately for me, like this Sunday, it was very early on. Like it was probably the first half of the second round of games where I was like, oh, this is over in every league but one. And I just watched football just to watch it the old school way. No fan. That's why I didn't watch the Bears game last night. I have DJ Moore. I was down by 40. I was like, DJ Moore ain't doing nothing special here. I ain't got to watch this. And I didn't. Had a great Monday night. It's funny. And we're, this isn't this isn't on the docket, but I think it's a great conversation. It's funny the ebbs and flows you go through playing fantasy. Yeah. When you're having a good year in terms of your fantasy success, and maybe you don't have as many leagues, you say to yourself, Oh, I could do this in a few leagues. I'm I'm nice like that. I'm I'm I could I could add a league. I can add two leagues. I'm, I'm nice like that. A little draft. I'm good. It's just roster management. But if you have a bad year, and let's just say you have a any number more than one number of fantasy leagues, you're sitting there, you're sitting there looking like, oh, I wasted my my money on this bullshit. Yes, and that's where I am this year. Because last year was great. Last year, I came second in redraft. I won our dynasty league. And now it's like, man, I can't believe I wasted my money. <laughs> you know, you're like, I wasted my money on this one. <laughs> you wouldn't look, you'd be mad as hell when that, when that fantasy group chat pop up, man. You'd be like, I hate, I muted, I muted the redraft one. You'd be in that bitch like, man. thumbs down everything. <laughs> to hell with that. Yeah, that's me this year. Listen, it's funny because this year uh, I'm in nine leagues. And I would say I'm right around, I'm hovering around 500 in a lot of leagues. So a lot of leagues, I've, I've lost like a couple teams. I think my worst record is like four and seven. But oh, though, these these are teams that have, that have multiple losses by like 10 points or less. So it's one of those type of years where it could have, I'm four and seven, I could easily be like, or I'm, yeah, I'm four and seven. I could easily be seven and four or whatever. Yeah, uh, or four and eight or whatever. So I guess it's just one of those years. Now I'm looking at next year and I'm like, I don't know. I think I, I think I need to get a finite number next year and yes. just stick with that for like life, and, or until these leagues die out. 
And I think when you're in multiple leagues, you you tend to draft like the same players, right? Like you have an idea. Like in our redraft league, I built my team around Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley. And that was a terrible decision. But that's also like that's also fantasy. I'm in so many leagues where I just I go into the weeks and know and I'm like playing, I'm setting my lineups, but I'm also playing myself in a lot of leagues. So that's true. Like, yes, you're you're fighting yourself. And I'll say, like in another league, like I started, I had AJ Brown and Justin Jefferson, like the first five weeks. Not only was I winning, I was mur- like it was I'm winning about hundred points. And now, now that Jettas is hurt, like I'm barely going to make the playoffs if I make the playoffs in that league. So it's just been, it hasn't been the best, the best year, but it's okay because we come back next year. And you know what we call that? False hope and addiction. I'm looking at my leagues now and I'm saying, all right, I think one of you, maybe one of you, I think will be going. Maybe two of you, but I think I know the keepers. And I'm talking about, well, I, I, I mean, like our Superflex League, for example. I don't yeah. know if that's really coming back next year. I don't think, I don't know either. Jordan beat the hell out of me this week. It wasn't fun. Yeah. I, I don't know if that league comes back next year. I like the redraft league. That's a keeper for life. I think it's just, it's grown in a way that I think it will continue to be as competitive as it, as it, yep. No, this year I think it'll be a continuation of that. The Dynasty League, you got to keep that. I mean, there's just oh, it's too much fun. It's yeah, too much fun. And I think once we get the right ten people in there, because we'll be having some changes. Uh, where are we at with the NFL? We'll go. We'll come uh, back. We got the Chiefs back on track. Dog, they were down fourteen nothing, and I didn't even flinch. I was like, oh, that's cute. No, nah, I was sitting there looking at Patty like, hey, yo, dog. Come on, man. Let me tell you something. Rasheed Rice, you ran a – no, Isaiah Pacheco. No, it was Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice, you caught a pass, and you got downed at the one-yard line. I want you to know, if you score that touchdown, a couple of my games look a lot different. Mm, That's the worst. Uh Ravens and Chargers both did their best Chargers impersonation Sunday night. Anything on them? Brandon Staley, bro, just start look. Just start out. Just reach out to your realtor. You need to reach out to your realtor. I right hope now. you didn't buy. It. Well, I hope you did because everyone can buy a house in LA. Don't matter where you are, you can buy a house in LA. Listen, that's an investment. That's a million dollar investment. Yeah, that's a million dollar investment. Brandon Staley, I need you to start being in touch with your realtor because it's getting spooky. You want to talk about the game of the week? Oh, yeah. You want to talk about the Eagles and Bills? Eagles and Bills. Hell of a game. Do you want to go hell first? In Philly. Listen, this is all I'm going to say. Um, First off, Josh Allen and the Bills played a hell of a game. Yes. That game could have went either way. I don't. I think they have – I know they're in a position in the AFC where it might be tough to make the playoffs. But I think if they continue to play how they did – I think there's a lot that this team can to ha- can hang their hat on and a lot that they can move forward with with the effort they put in. With that being said, I don't know. Actually, the NFC is bad. The Eagles are clearly the best <laughs> the best team in the NFC. We'll see. Every, we'll see Sunday. Every week I come in here and say there's got to be one team that plays the Eagles that doesn't doesn't piss on themselves a little bit 
better than the Eagles are pissing on themselves the way they be doing in these games. And every week I'm shocked when that doesn't happen, which means y'all play bad, but y'all don't play. Y'all play enough to win. That's respectable. That's how, that's how championship teams are built. We'll see this week against, you know, the 49ers. Yep. But versus the Bills, hey, the Eagles just made the plays to win the game. I mean, it's simple as that. You, it's, it's, I think it's easy to hate, but they made the plays to win the game. It was not pretty. They it was not dominant. In a lot of ways, they should have really lost that game. But they made the plays to win the game. And that's what you call championship football. Jaylen's, that's all I got. Jalen's never out of a game. I'm amazed how he had the worst half of football. In the past two years, he's been the quarterback. Brother, he the, and then he turned around and had like the third best half because the this, Super Bowl was his best. The game. team hasn't looked like the hottest over like nope. the last three or four games. They just win though. Jalen just makes the throw. Jalen just Brother. makes the run. Now I will say you can't get behind against the 49ers because that's how they win. They have to get off to fast starts. They get a lead. They run the ball. They play hard nose defense because they know you're going to pass. Um, that's but yeah, that's. And that's the thing with the 49ers. If you get up on them, you shut them down completely because right. they can't, they cannot just throw the ball. Like, right. It's like it, it's like a robot that's been in the water. Like they just start malfunctioning. They so start freaking the I, fuck out. I will say Jalen, uh Magabosa seems his sacks seem to go up when he plays against black quarterbacks. Be careful. Cause and that is a stat. Like he's when when Bosa plays against black quarterbacks, for some reason he just find his way home. You said this earlier this year when you guys played for the NFC Championship game, and that yeah, he got shut down. Out. Lane Johnson said, "No, no, no, ain't no clan rally here." Yeah, is Lane Johnson playing this week? I saw that he didn't play last week. He said he is. He said he sat this week so he could play. He said the uh, the rumors that this week in the Dallas game are more important, which they are because they're conference and divisional games. I will say this. The Eagles are going to split these two games. Like they're either going to beat San Fran and lose to Dallas or lose to San Fran and beat Dallas. I don't think they win both. What if y'all go 0 and 2? I mean, if you go 0 and 2, it's not the end of the world. Like they still have a half game cushion over because every team has three losses except the Eagles. Eagles are 10 to 1. Everyone else has three losses. So, like if you win two, you have three losses like the rest of them. You just can't slip up the rest of the season. Because you got to go to Seattle after that, and you get the Giants twice and the Cardinals. So the cushion's gone, but it's not the end of the world if they go 0-2. Yeah, let me tell you something. If y'all fuck around and lose one of the games to either the the Giants or the game to the Cardinals, I'm going to look at y'all funny. Well, hopefully, the goal is to have the one seat wrapped up because the last game of the season is in MetLife. And as we've seen, MetLife just be taking people's careers. Like, hopefully... The one seed is wrapped up. Like if they beat Dallas, if they beat. But here's Eagles, the thing about the NFL, that's not going to happen. I know. I'm, I said in a perfect world, like they, because Dallas has quite the schedule coming up too. Like everyone talk about the Eagles gauntlet. Dallas has like Seattle, us, Detroit, Buffalo. Like oh, Dallas please. has quite the. Oh please, all right, man. We see Buffalo, what Dallas. The Buffalo be the real test here. Oh please. We see how Detroit. Dallas does against. Not be ashamed of y'all for letting a team that y'all have. That hasn't beaten y'all since probably what 2019, 2020, since the fans wasn't in the stand. Y'all don't come and see your house on Turkey Day. Crazy. The year, the year they're doing a Barry Barry Sanders doc. That's how y'all act. Can I ask you a question? Suck ass niggas. What's up? Whoa. Is that Achilles? Um, 
what's going on in Carolina? Frank Wright's gone after 11 games. That's like the third shortest tenure in NFL history. It's definitely top five. Listen, David Tepper must have money out the wazoo because he's just playing a lot of players and coaches, a lot of dead money that he just don't care. It's not funny what's going on in Carolina, but it's funny. funny. This is what happens when you have a delusional owner who I don't think recognizes how maybe hard it is to build a championship level team and the unrealistic expectations that come with having a, an unrealistic GM. It sounds like David Tepper since 2015 has been trying to find that, that, that love for his team. Like he did when he had Cam Newton and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. Who would He's want been trying that to find job? love for the game ever since who would want that job? Like after you treat Frank Wright like that, who would want that? Job? Like what coach, who is of the ilk that he's looking for was like, yeah, I want that Carolina job. You don't have your first round pick because you traded that to get Bryce. You got an owner that can fire you before your first year's over. Like who wants to go to care? Like who would take that job? You had Steve Wilkes. It seemed like everyone liked Steve Wilkes, but you were like, nah, I don't want him. Yeah, I don't want that Blake boy. I don't want no, I don't want no colored up in here. We got enough of them. That's what he said. That's what he said. I let him. <laughs> but what, like, but, who who are you gonna get? Like Ron Rivera's gonna. You know who's gonna go there? What's the Chargers head coach name? Brandon Staley. Like that. Like that's the job he's gonna have to take to build his name back up. Which is not gonna matter. So he can get fired in a year. Yo, could you imagine Brandon Staley on the Chargers? It might be. It might be real time comedy for the Panthers. I mean Panthers. I mean. Hilarity. But 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 for real though, right? Like who do you call? Like, you're going to have to call someone who this is their last chance or their first opportunity, right? Like Byron Leftwich, he ain't been in the league since he interviewed for all those jobs at Tampa Bay. Now he's gone. Like, that's the kind of job he's going to have to take to get back in the league. Or maybe it's, it's an opportunity to bring somebody out of retirement. Like who? Like who? who's going to want that job? Bobby Petrino. Bob, Bobby's going to. Bobby don't want no parts. Bobby has been blackballed from the NFL. I promise you that him, Nick Saban's the only person who has left the, in that manner and can be invited back. You think so? What happened with Nick Saban and uh, the Dolphins again? So Nick Saban, the the reports had got out that he accepted the Bama job and he got on camera multiple times and lied. It was like, I am not taking the Bama job. I am not interested in the Bama job. I am focused on the Miami Dolphins. And then the next day, he's in Tuscaloosa at his press conference taking the Bama job. couple national championships later. Everybody. Oh, it worked out. Like, like I said, Nick Saban's the only one who can go back and be like, yeah, I want to coach NFL. And teams would be like, sure. And Harbaugh, because people love Harbaugh. Well, he might not be coming back to college anytime. I mean, to the NFL anytime. He's so. gonna be in. The, he's gonna be in LA. Uh, listen, David Tepper, Carolina Panthers. I don't like that shit you did. And what I feel like y'all gonna do is y'all gonna try to play up in the faces of black people everywhere across this country, and y'all gonna hire a black coach and fire him in six to twelve games next year. But I'm gonna tell you like this. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat. Pause. As long as I'm alive and I'm breathing 
and David Tepper owns the Carolina Panthers, I am not going out of my way to watch that franchise any longer. Do you know it has to be shown to me on red zone or I'm turning the TV off because I see the writing on the wall. Do you know how this plays out the next two years? You're right. They're going to hire a black coach. They're going to give him two years because Tepper can't get that reputation of firing coaches after a year. The Panthers are going to have all the draft picks. They're going to have the salary cap. The, the landscape is going to be perfect, and then they're going to fire him, and then they're going to bring in someone else and give them all those resources to rebuild the Panthers. That's the next two years of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It wouldn't even surprise me if one of these years – uh <clears throat> throughout this rebuild when they find this coach they have like a half decent year too yep oh yeah so the second year so next year is going to be terrible right? so they're one in ten now so next year they'll be four and 13 and then the year after that they'll be 500 nfc south contention budding playoff team and then like oh and the panthers have xyz and they have all this cap space and then like hey guy Get out of here. There's some whiz yeah, kid around then. They'll be probably trying to look look to move on from Bryce Young. Yeah, because you know who's going to be there? Sean McVay. Where do you get these names from? Well, Sean, remember, so at last year, last offseason, Sean McVay considered walking away. And then he came back. Like, Sean does, has been flirting with retirement for the past couple of years. How does that link him to Carolina? Yeah, if he walks away this year, he'll take a year off, and then he'll be like, hey, I want to get back to coaching. Oh, come to Carolina. He'd have to get traded, though. Not if he were. Yeah, I wonder how many years left on his contract. That's a good point. You don't think Carolina would trade for Sean McVay? Hey, here's I, Bryce Young. Give us Sean McVay. I don't. First off, I don't think the Rams want to do that. And two, I don't. No, I don't. I, I think Sean McVay is coaching for the Rams, and then if he's not doing that, he's going to TV. High key, it should be Kyle Shanahan, but we're going to have a Kyle Shanahan discussion after the playoffs. Kyle I'm ready. Man. I'm ready to have this Kyle Shanahan discussion. But we're with, not going to. Okay. We're, we're we're, gonna, I we got to have it after the game on Sunday. No, we're going to have it after the playoffs when they're eliminated. Then we can have the Sean McVay discussion. I mean, not the Sean McVay, the Kyle Shanahan discussion. Speaking of playoffs, do you think the Steelers are with this new look offense is going to be able to make it there? Did they impress you enough? I need to see it more. It was cool to watch, and they're still in the playoff hunt. Like Mike Tomlin, like we talk about. Oh, I'm not counting them out. I need to see more of it. Anyone who could turn Kenny Pickett into a 300 yard passer deserves all the money in the world. Did Kenny have 300 yards? He was around there. It was around there. They had a. They were moving the ball up and down on the Bengals, which is yeah, a problem. He had two seventy eight. Oh, so I mean, but he had no TDs. I think that's okay. what's so fascinating about this Steelers offense. They, I don't think they really trust Kane to throw it, but they do trust him enough to throw it. If that makes you know sense. what's crazy, I I did not know this. He only has six touchdowns and four interceptions this year. That is like three weeks for most starting professional quarterbacks. It's tough out here for Kenny Pickett. They don't trust him to throw the ball downfield. That is insane. He only has 2,000 yards on the season. That's insane. They don't, they don't trust him to throw the football. Hold on. Now, now I'm intrigued. What are Justin Field's stats? He's probably right around 3,000 or 2,500. No, so 
15. So Justin Fields has 15, 1587. Oh, he, but he, like a month, though. he did, though. But he has 12 touchdowns to six interceptions. That is insane. Like, can you yeah. take it? I'm, I'm, they don't trust Young him might have better stats. Bryce nah, Young is nine and eight. 1,800 yards. Okay. Wow. I did not know Kenny Pickett was so terrible. They don't trust him to throw the ball. Now I got it. Now one more person. Never mind. Desmond Ritter is putrid. Des, I don't even read Desmond Ritter stats. We ain't, we ain't even look at that. Desmond Ritter was great in college, but whoo, buddy. Um, speaking of college. Speaking of college. Jinx. Yeah. Well, I don't. What do I owe you? Uh, well, first a pause because I just felt like that statement needed a pause. Okay, pause. Secondly, secondly, Milwaukee and Miami are in a close game in season tournament. Uh, Miami's up forty-four to forty-one. They are okay. in Miami. The Mavs were eliminated in- last week. Thank God. I don't want to see that sh- no more. I don't care. Um, Lakers are in, baby. Congratulations. That was one of the ugliest basketball games I've ever seen the Los Angeles Lakers play last night. I'm just going to throw that. Man, that was, that might, that's probably the worst loss of the season for the Lakers. And you got out of the way in November. What's up, Gator J? Bam, everyone in the chat. Thanks for joining us. It is Gator J. Bam, what's up? What's up? Let's talk about it. We're, we're, we're we're here. It's, we're, we're talking about college. Yeah, conference championship week. So the big one, of course, Bama, Georgia, SEC championship. Michigan versus Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, Florida State, Louisville, ACC, Oregon, Washington, Pac-12, Texas, Oklahoma State, Big 12. Out of those teams, who's going to win and who is your final four in the college football playoff? All right. I'm going to start with the Big 12. Um, I like Texas. I think Texas is really coming into form. I think if you've watched them play, they are really hitting their strides on offense and defense. I think Quinn Ewers is really good at the quarterback position. I like how they're running the ball. I like how they're passing the ball. I like how they're getting up the quarterback. So I like Texas to win. Pac-12, um, I think this will be the highest scoring game of the week. And I'm going to go with Oregon, though. I think they're going to get their, their revenge. I, I like Oregon. I like Louisville to win the ACC. I think without um, – the quarterback for FSU is going to be really tough. I know they had Florida last week, but Florida is in Louisville. Louisville's coming off a tough loss. I think they're going to be really motivated in this game. Um, listen, man, I'm not betting against them. I'm going Michigan to win the Big Ten. Uh, I just I don't know if Iowa has any type of offense. And I, I mean this with the utmost respect. I literally do not know if they have any offense to combat Michigan. Um, so I'm going to go with Michigan there. Come on, man. And the SEC, if you know me, you think I'm picking them? Roll Tide! Yeah. That's how I'm, that's how I'm coming out. Roll Tide to win the SEC. And then I think in a week, Danny, when we're talking about uh, the college football playoff, we're going to be talking about how Michigan is going in as number one. Alabama's going in as number two. How Oregon's really 
how Oregon's going in as number three and how Texas will go in as number four to complete the college football playoff of Bama, Michigan, Oregon, Texas. Okay, so I'll go right down. I am with you. I think Bama wins. I'm picking Bama to beat Georgia. Michigan, same thing. I don't think like that's going to be over. That luckily that's the four o'clock game. Like go out, get dinner, go to the liquor store, do what you got to do, run your errands. Yeah, you got to. I am with you. I'm taking Louisville, Florida State. I've been saying even before old boy got hurt, Florida State they looking sweet. They, they looking right. They the were pick. a good team. He just led a lot of that cause. So without him, I just don't see. I don't think they're in. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Florida State hasn't played a hard opponent since LSU. Like I, I, I think they're. I think they. And if they do get in, I'm just saying. No, they didn't play Louisville. ACC's two conferences. It's not no, one. It's just one now. ACC. No, it's just one. It's one. It's just one now. When do they play Louisville? They might. I think they may have played them uh, earlier in the year. Oh, I must have missed that. Um, I am going to take Washington over Oregon. I do want to pick Oregon, but man, Washington is just like it's just so much offense, man. And then I am taking Texas over Oklahoma State two. So my four is Michigan one, Washington two, Georgia three, Texas is four. Let me be clear: if Texas wins. It does Wait, not matter that, what happens in Michigan one, Washington two, Georgia three, Texas four. And I'll say this: so you have Alabama winning, but not making the college football playoff. Correct. You cannot you put you can't put Bama in you after they lose to Texas. Yourself. If you put Bama in, you got to put Texas in because Texas has the head to head. Like if Texas okay. wins, it does not matter what happens in the SEC game because Texas has the tiebreaker over Bama. You can't do that, dog. You can't let the mystique of the SEC Texas walk into Tuscaloosa and beat Bama. They cannot get into the college football playoff. But based on your logic, how would it make sense then for Alabama to be left out? Because they have one loss, and that one loss is to Texas. If Alabama's in, Texas has to be in because Texas beat Bama in Alabama. No, you said, but you you're, can't you're look Texas four. in the eye and say, we think Bama's better than you even though you beat Bama. Like, they okay. have the head-to-head. That's the okay. big joker. But here's my I thing. I beat you head-to-head. Head. thing. You have a top four that, that, consists, that consists of Georgia – with no yes, SEC a one loss Georgia team, a one loss Georgia yep. team with no SEC. Team. You, if you put Bama you in, you have to put a, Texas a, in. Then you include a what a one loss Texas team with a Big Twelve championship, but you don't include yes, the one the loss. One, you, but you don't include the one loss Tech uh, Alabama team with the SEC championship. You, you as a committee cannot put Bama in and not put Texas in because Texas beat Bama. No, like you can't look someone in the eye and say objectively Texas and Bama. Why do you still have Georgia in as a one loss team with no conference championship? Because Georgia's still like Georgia is it's still a one loss Georgia team. Georgia, but but Georgia can't drop from one to complete. But you came to the table with no conference championship. So yeah, you've been undefeated, but you play. I mean, Bama made it after they lost their conference championship a couple years ago. It's year by year. It's different now. Oh, okay. Now it's year by year. You it's different now. Look at the look at the landscape of college football this year. You can't leave, you can't leave an undefeated undefeated Michigan team out. 
You can't leave a nope. conference champion SEC champion out because that doesn't make any yes, sense. I, Especially yes, if it's I, a one-loss team, you can't leave them out. You're not going to leave out the Pac-12 winner because they've been clearly one of the best teams all year. And you're not going to leave out Texas, yeah. who you've already had as uh, one of the two uh, first uh, first first end teams most of the most of the rankings. So it's not going to make any you. Sense. You can't you can't put Bama in and leave Texas out. If Bama's in Texas, I'm saying the same thing. You, but I'm saying you put Bama in, you put Texas in. Georgia's the odd man out because they have no conference. Then I'm I'm okay with that. My 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 rationale is you can't put Texas in. I mean, you can't put Bama in and not Texas. I'm with you. Like both of them have to be in. I'm with you. And if and if and if not, then Bama's the odd one out because Texas beat Bama. Like if, if it's Florida, between, what happens if Florida State wins though? That throws a monkey wrench in everything. Yeah, that throws. I don't think that. Yeah, that's a big monkey wrench. Technically, they are number four, Florida State. So a lot of people who assume yeah. that they lose, if Florida State wins, I'm gonna let you guys know right now. They did not play uh, Louisville this year, so I was wrong. So okay, they, they play for the first time this season on Saturday. But imagine if Florida State wins. That means they they ran the gauntlet with uh, undefeated a top five LSU win and a top fifteen Louisville win uh, at Florida win without their quarterback a win against a ranked Duke team and they went to Clemson and won a Clemson team that's now ranked wasn't ranked at the time that's, but it, they are ranked now that's good enough for the three spot so it would be Washington versus Florida State and then Michigan against whoever the four seed is. Whoever the SEC champ is, then, because if Florida State wins, then you put in the SEC. Ah, no, because you still can't put in. Then it's Georgia. It has to be like you can't put Bama in and not Texas. I'm saying you're getting, especially if both of them are conference champions. I'm you like you can't, you can't objectively put Bama in over Texas. Like you can't do that. Listen, because Texas, Florida State. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Y'all better be yeah. If y'all win, y'all are gonna put a lot of shit into some. It's gonna be shaky. We gonna see. We gonna we gonna see the real bias if Florida State wins and that final spot becomes between Georgia, Bama, and Texas. I think if Bama wins, though, you, you're they're, they're getting in, which means you you have to put Texas in, which is fine. Like you can't put one without the out. other. There's gonna be. Listen, fan bases, knock knock. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a fan base left out here. I'll tell you what, if Georgia wins, Bama, I don't think there's anything to talk about. So this really becomes if oh, Georgia man. and Florida State win, this this really isn't a conversation. Right. Now, if Oregon wins, because you can't leave the Pac 12 champion out, the Pac 12 is in the best if Oregon, conference. If Oregon wins, then everyone moves up one and Oregon moves to the four. Okay. So that means who would be the first one out then? Texas then. Because Texas is the first. Yeah. For, for me, it's, it's the same logic. You can't put Bam Man without putting Texas in. Yep. We'll um, let's see. What we got next? Oh. Right, we're staying in college football. We're right here. Yeah, we're doing our favorite segment. So um, people are calling for, for Ryan Day's job after Ohio State loses three straight to Michigan. And some are even. Well, the A&M job has been filled. What do you think about people calling for Ryan Day's job? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big deal. One, why do you say this, Darius? Ryan Day. Government name. Ryan Day. 
as a bandwagon Ohio State fan, true in the closet, I cheer for them only because they're always good bandwagoner. Yes, I'm a bandwagon Bama fan. I'm a bandwagon Ohio State fans. I tell everyone, if they happen to play each other, my heart's happy. I don't care who wins the game. <laughs> With that being said, Ryan Day, you have looked CJ Stroud in the eyes. You have looked Emeka, Emeka Egbuga in the eyes. You look Jackson Smith and Jigba in the eyes. You've looked Marvin Harrison Jr. in the eyes. You've looked Chris Olave in the eyes. You've looked Garrett Wilson in the eyes. You've what you've you you've 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 looked at uh Travion Henderson in the eyes. You've you've looked at uh uh, uh a number of really, really, really good players in the eyes and you failed them you failed them the last weekend was the last straw it was your very last day you're out of here buddy you can't beat michigan me as a loyal ohio state bandwagon fan you gotta go you got to go. You can't motivate men. And that's my, my problem. My question, and I get it. I get what this rivalry means. If you ask me who? Urban! Hey, big head. Fuck all this bullshit. Listen, Duh. Urban. You see what they said about Bobby? That's why they put that news out. That's why they put that news out. Listen, it, I got a conspiracy right now. The NCAA is greasing y'all up because they are about to start rehiring a lot of slime balls from the past. Because <laughs> they are recognizing these NIL dollars and the importance of maximizing recruits while you have them. Urban Meyer, I know Ohio State is reaching out to your representation right now, wondering what's the number. And can you how soon can you get a staff together? It wouldn't even surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if they went to Ryan Day, asked him to move back to your offensive coordinator position so that they could bring back Urban Meyer as a homecoming. Can we talk about something real quick? That's talk. hilarious, first of all. But can we talk about Texas A&M and how Texas A&M was too good for Mark Stoops? Hold on. Oh, it was it Bob Stoops? Excuse me. Yeah, it's Bob Stoops, Coach Kentucky. Yes. No, it might be Mark. Hold on. Let me look it was Mark. Up. Bob Stoops coached Oklahoma. Yeah, Mark Stoops. You're telling me well, Mark Stoops did at Kentucky. No one cared about Kentucky football the past couple of years. Kentucky has been reputable. They know they're not winning the SEC, but they're competitive. And that's all you can ask for in the same conference as the Georgias and the Bamas. You're in the same conference, AM. Listen, and I'm Texas gonna... is here and Oklahoma is here. It's about to get worse. This is my thing about AM. Y'all, y'all realize all these people y'all hire and then fire, you still got to pay them. Hey, they don't care about that. Have you seen the price of oil lately? They don't care. They saw they, they, them, that price of energy went up. They said, How much we owe Jimbo in 90 days? Right there, right now. Listen, I need to go back. I need to go back to college because if I would, I would have really walked on to the football program and became like a scout or something. Why? Because I would have worked my way up to become a head coach. 
Why? Because this is a new wave. You want to make a buck. You become a good you 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 become a good high school head coach. Then you go coach at a D three school. You hopefully get uh, hired at a D two school. Make some noise there. Then then you go to like a Division one double A. Maybe make a little bit of noise there. Then you get hired on at like a a, a Purdue type beat. Uh, a Duke yep. type beat, a Syracuse type beat. You got to be grinding. Yeah. You got to go to a, a Division One school that know they ain't got the real money to be competing with the big boys, but you got to make do with what you got. Then you go out there, then you have a six and six, seven, then a seven and five, then an eight and four, and then oh, the Lord be glory, you stumble upon one ten win season. Danny, what happens when you stumble upon that ten win season? Oh, oh they come calling. You don't make it to the bowl game. They've already bought you out. You've already gone. And that that by the time I tried out, I tried to walk on to our college football team. How did that work out for you? Oh, it was the worst month of my life. Worst six weeks of my life. They beat up on you. No, so they didn't have football team. This was the first roster. So it was like a six week, like they wanted to emulate what life would be like for a student athlete. So it was like six weeks, practice at 5 a.m., go to class dog that offense i wanted to play fullback because i was too short to play because i played offensive line and d-line in college i was too short to play those positions in college but i was quick enough like i could tell i could probably tote the rock and i could probably be a lead blocker if i had a head of steam and the coach was like so what position you want to play what you thinking about because he was confused too and i was like oh i want to be a fullback. Oh, he, was and he was like we ain't got Man, no fullback hold on. Wait, wait a minute hold on <laughs> He was confused. That brother was looking at you saying, yeah. yo, dog, what are you doing? He said, sir, you are 5'8", 250 pounds. What the hell are you going to do oh, out yeah. here? He's saying you can't seal the edge. Yeah, he's like, you can't play DN. You're too little to play tackle. You're too slow to play linebacker. What you doing here? Talk, and what was your answer? And I was like, I want to play fullback. And he was like, I ain't got no fullback in this offense. Uh, it's a spread offense. And I was like, Damn. But I didn't quit because I wanted to prove to myself that I could still do it, even though I knew I wasn't gonna make the team. I was the measurables just. I'm proud of you for not quitting because in a situation like that, you could have thrown in the towel. My boy stood strong. My man stood strong. Still, still terrible. Listen, um, why why you giving why we giving credit? That Virginia Tech UVA game was nasty. Oh my brother! Oh my nasty. brother! I'm nasty glad you business. Brought it up. <laughs> Because I'm here to talk my shit for the one time. I saw you had on the jacket when you came on. Come on. You thought I was playing today. Woo! Woo! Do you know, you want to hear a funny story about that? No, 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 no. H-O-K-I-E-S, Hokies. Come on. What we tell you. What did we? It wasn't even in doubt. You never. Y'all, y'all didn't even show up to your own arena. We came into y'all's house. We put our foot up so far up y'all's asses. Y'all had to go back to Thomas Jefferson and them and ask them to reestablish <laughs> and recreate the school. Stop playing with us. That's embarrassing. It's funny. It's funny you mention that because I was watching the game because I had floated to my wife. I was like, maybe we could go. And then the game was on, and the stadium was empty. I was like, "Girl, we could get in the car right now, right. draft. We're an hour. We're an hour away. It's like we can draft right now. Probably park right in front of the stadium and walk in for free. You walk in for free. Matter of fact, 
and I pitched that idea. I was like, you just want to walk in? And, and she was like, no, we're not going over Listen, there. Listen, they would have given y'all free concessions. UVA stinks, okay? And in football. In football. Oh, listen, but but it's rivalry week. What the fuck do you mean in football? We talking about football. Don't try to because because y'all want to go back to that basketball. Listen, y'all ain't y'all y'all ain't been that hot. It's been a little bit since y'all won that little chip, and before that, y'all was known as chokers. So I wouldn't. Don't get too high up. We may not have no national championships in football or basketball, so y'all get us with the one little chip. But trust me, outside of that one little chip, y'all been joining us on the couch. Your your trip to the couch has been a little bit longer than ours. Dog, I still can't H-O-K-I-E-S, hokies. All right, now that that's out the way, you want to shift gears to Survivor Series? Because I am... Now we really... Listen, this weekend was a lit weekend. Fantasy may have pissed me off last night. But the WWE, Danny, was on fire. The War Games matches for both the men's and women's was awesome. I'm going to say this before we get into the obvious. Shout out Gunther versus Miz. A better match than it wants to get credit for. Miz, I see you trying to make a a little singles run. You're trying to be in the jobber. I see. I I like where we're we're going. It's almost time for Miz to pack it up. We're, we're we're almost at that. Yo, time. you find new ways. You find new. You hating on white men. No, I'm a though. Miz is like my favorite wrestler. Like I had that. I'm a big Miz fan, but it, it's it's that time. We we getting close. Hey, we we he 43 years old. We getting close. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but Randy Orton's the same age. So Rhea Ripley. Uh, I continue to be amazed by you every time you step in the ring. You are a I, dominant champion. I cannot hate. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. How many times did Randy practice that daddy's home that he pulled out last night? He's been practicing that for months. His he been in the mirror. Is it's been in his repertoire. It's been his, <laughs> he, he, it's definitely he, been in his repertoire. Been about that moment. I definitely think, for months. I think, it's, I think it's definitely been in his repertoire. Um. Uh. What else before I get to it? Uh. We went to Gunther. We did um, tag team championships. No, we did that. Let's get into it. EO Sky, Damage Control versus the yep. the lovely ladies of Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Charlotte. Who else on that team? Um, uh, doesn't matter. I, I love this Damage Control story. How, like, they hate Bailey and they're talking trash about her in their native tongue in front of her, and she doesn't know that they're talking trash about them. Hilarious. Like, that is peak storytelling. Yeah. Like, good job, Triple H. It's yeah. hilarious. Tri- Listen, Triple H, I think it's funny that you finally went to a, a nail salon nearby and just peeped some shit, and that's how you came up with this, uh, this little storyline, but... That definitely came from Stephanie. That's Stephanie's brainchild. Oh, yeah. He just went where to the, the, the nail salon. Hunter, you will not believe this. Like, they're at they're every this the same woman. Every time she gets her nails done, I think they're talking about her. You have to come see. That man went in there and was like, Oh, we gotta go. Oh, this is oh we this gotta is go right idea. Here. Yo, this is this listen, this is anti-reverse racism. It's funny. I also hate that Becky and Charlotte made up. No, they need to be rivals forever. Like there are some beefs on site that needs to be one of them because they don't like each other in real life. I hated that moment. No, we don't like each other, and that's okay. But they really we don't like each other friends. in real life anymore. I'm pretty sure there's there's been some backstage heat between the two of them. 
It was so funny how these people be having like real life beef, but well, it's funny because Becky Lynch came out. Like Becky Lynch wasn't supposed to be like she's a bigger star than Charlotte. She's Charlotte Flair, like, and Charlotte has had no character development since she's been she's just been Charlotte Flair. She comes in, she challenges for the women's title, she wins it, she drops it, she leaves, she comes back. Like there's been like Becky Lynch I has think, been the last kicker. She's been the man. But I think she went I think, that fashion stage. I think what's the difference between Charlotte and and Becky is that when Charlotte shows up, you know you're getting a five star match. So while they're yeah, the the the, the character development may be about her, the matches are always quality. Becky, there's a little, little bit more character development. I don't know if the matches are always there. So it's then that's what has them even because. Listen, there's not many women who could give Rhea Ripley that type of match at WrestleMania. That's a that's a that's a that's a fact. It's a tough match, and she executed it well. But I can tell you, there's not. I, I don't think on any given day Charlotte can have the mic presence that that uh, Becky does. So, yeah, okay. You ready? You ready to talk? Ready to talk about the obvious? Oh my goodness! Listen, first off, Randy Orton, welcome back, friend. You clearly have done nothing but work out every single day for like twice twice a day six hours a day and you just get it in because this guy came back and he was swole swoller than a swoller than a muscle and a hamster this guy was like ridiculously like ridiculously swole i was like god damn randy orton but it was so good as soon as you hear that i hear voices oh i know what time it is but can and we, of course, I they finished like, out the match. Go ahead. I don't like face Randy Orton. I like heel Randy Orton. I don't like face that's Orton. It. I don't like that's, it. That's corny. I don't like face Orton. I like heel Orton. Heel he's, Orton is more sinister. But he's he's too uh, he's too Randy. Like you're heel Orton would have RKO'd. But my, here's the thing: if, last night, if you would have brought him back as a heel. What happens when he does some 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 fuck shit to someone and like he gets a huge pop? That now oh, that, that, that now that's fade. going backwards. That would fade over time nah. as he continued his heel Brother, work. Might as well just bring him out as a face. We we we've been waiting. We've been waiting for him. Let me tell you something. Good match. I knew once Randy came in, it'd be towards towards the end. They'd be looking to yeah. wrap it up. So good good finish. I'm glad Cody got the finish. And then right as I was, you know, getting ready to get on up out of there for the night, I heard it. I said, ain't no motherfucker. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And sure enough, Here that man come. was back. Here he come. Some people call him a promotion killer. Some people call him a backstage piranha. Other people call him cm punk and ladies and gentlemen he's back were you excited i wasn't excited at all no like, i have i have no i have, I have, I have no, let's, I have no I, I desire to see CM punk. Here, then let's do it this is either going to work out as a complete train wreck or this is lit how long before the rumors start that he's unhappy i'm giving it one calendar year we're gonna start hearing whispers at wrestlemania we're gonna hear shouts at SummerSlam, and this time next year, boop, get out of here. He fighting someone backstage. I see. I see it by uh, SummerSlam. I think WrestleMania. He's gonna want something done his way that's not gonna go his way. He's probably gonna want a belt to be dropped off at 
dropped off to him by WrestleMania. It's not going to happen. He's going to get a little pissy if it doesn't happen by SummerSlam. I, I'm with you. I can definitely see it by Survivor Series like, next year. He, I hope he doesn't think he's the one that beats Roman because he is not. There are only two people in that company who can take Roman down realistically. And he ain't one of them. Yo, I'm going to be honest with you. The more Roman Reigns keeps that belt, the more I'm just like, we don't. What if we just never take it off of him? <laughs> I would be okay, but I'm saying like realistically, the only two people that can take the belt off of him is Cody and Solo. That's it. Oh, and Jay Uso. Don't forget about no me. Jay. Jay not there yet. Like Solo, also, Solo beat John Cena. Like Solo got something to hang his hat on. Who is Jay beating? Uh, I mean, listen. Maybe Seth. It? Like Seth is next in line nah. after those two. Like if we're doing tears. Seth has to build that world heavyweight champion. Yeah, and he's not going to get close to Roman. That's what I'm saying. Like, the only two who can realistically take those belts off Roman are Cody and Solo. That is it. What do you think of this new this new Jimmy Uso that we get? A little bit more I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it. I, like I don't it. like it. Well, they have to distinguish each individual. Absolutely. They do. So you but have his to... brother's funny, too. No, Jimmy's yeah, in the bloodline. Jay is not. I think Jimmy, I think they're trying to play a little bit more into their natural instinctive personalities. I think Jimmy is a little bit more of a jokester in general. Jimmy's still in the bloodline, right? Because sometimes yeah. I still get it. But yes, he's I, like, love, I love comedy, Jimmy. Yes. I, th- I, was, I got confused with Jay. I love comedy, Jimmy. He's hilarious. Yeah, but like comedy, Jimmy, like he's just, he don't he don't realize that everyone's just kind of looking at him like, yo, this, this dude in the This is the one we kept. It's going to be great because Roman going to throw him out. Yeah, that's he and gonna throw him out like uh Uncle Phil did did jazz in the fresh yes, print. He is. Exactly gonna oh, he's gonna have out. solo throw him out. This is gonna be yeah. solo and Roman, and then those seeds are gonna get sowed, and then solo take the belt off Roman, and he becomes a tribal chief. That's how that story has to end. But what do you think Jimmy does to really piss off Roman? I don't think it's gonna be cause him a championship, but I yeah. do think it's gonna be cause him a pinfall. Well, you you think well, every like when Roman does show up. Jimmy is always doing something to annoy him. He's saying yeet. And Roman's like, don't say that. Like, he's doing something like just every week piss Roman off. I think one week Roman just going to punch him in the face. Yo, he was he was saying yeet. Then Roman gave him the call. He said, no yeet. <laughs> like, that, I think that's that's how that ends. And then, we'll see. like, they fight at some secondary pay-per-view. And then it's going to be Solo and Roman. And then Solo takes his shot. We're almost a week away. We're almost a week out from Thanksgiving. I want to ask you because I was I was on social media. Yeah, I was waiting on plates. You know, I like to be nosy. I like to I like to peep things. There was a drought of plate pictures this year. A lot of people didn't want to post their their Thanksgiving meals this year. So I want to ask you: Was Michael Irvin right when he said we losing recipes? Excuse me. I don't think we're losing recipes. I think people are just tired of getting roasted for putting their nasty ass plates on social media. So you think how many years did it take a lot of people to realize they food might be nasty as hell? A solid half decade. Like a solid half decade, maybe more. Like I'll say this. Like I, I smoke our turkey every year. When I took it off the smoker, I was a little shocked. I was like, oh, this might be a rough one. But let me tell you, it was the best turkey I have ever made. I might make one for Christmas. So this has always been something of interest to me. Yep. Or not of interest, that's intriguing to me. All y'all out here in, in interracial relationships, what do you do when like the other side of the family legitimately cannot cook? 
but you know your family really gets down. How do you distinguish between not wanting to not plan stuff at the family's spot mm -hmm. because you know the food is bad, but you got to bridge the gaps with your family and hers? Let me help you out. So you're in a relationship with someone whose family cannot cook, but yours can or vice versa. Whoever's family can cook, you go there first and you eat your heart out. And then when you go to the second spot and everyone's like, oh, you're not going to eat like, oh, I kind of I went overboard at the first spot. I'm kind of full, but I'm going to take some plates to go home with. And then you throw that shit in the trash. OK, that so now you're talking as if everyone's family lives together. Let's say you got to go to different spots yearly because families live on different parts of the country. Oh, that oh. you got you got to suck it up. Pause. Like you, like you find you got to find the ain't one. Ain't no sucking it up. The, Paul, you got to you got to find though. You got to find the one thing that you can eat and you eat a lot of it. Like if there's someone who makes good bread or you know. Aunt whoever makes good stuff and you eat as much of the as possible and you act like you just love it so much so that next year she's going to make you your own thing of stuff and just for you because you loved it so much now you good now you in there that's how you combat that yeah no i'm gonna be honest i'm not i, I, I don't want to hear none of that shit you saying listen <clears throat> I let the listen if your family ain't got at least one dish that's respectable oh we just never doing thanksgiving at chip spot no more like we just yeah you know, tell your people we're doing just thanksgiving over here we're just gonna combine families because we just i'm well, not if, fucking around if and you you're not messing with my mac and cheese like if you at least can't get the mac and cheese down right what are we doing here if you combine families just know that there's the possibility that someone in the family that can cook might say something real disrespectful to the side that can't cook like and it yeah. won't be because you know how we are like oh who made this green bean casserole oh or it's gonna be everything that they brought still on the counter and everything that the family can cook gone and that'll yeah. be there. listen we call that constructive criticism we don't kill you make you stronger baby you'll get the message nobody wants that bullshit that you put in the go back and ask yourself why you spend all the money on groceries just to go and make some shit bring it somewhere else and not a soul touched it people just wasn't even curious they didn't even think about they wasn't even entertaining the idea of potentially trying something new they saw the way your shit looked and said yeah i'd rather starve give this to the homeless and I think, and Whoa. I'm glad that a lot of you saw your plates on social media, got roasted the way you did, and then finally realized, yo, my family may not like I may be eating some bullshit. I'm glad. I, I hope y'all are I hope y'all are out here finding partners and or households that can really throw down. But I'm gonna say this: my grandmama passed along two important recipes to me. Baked beans. Mac and cheese. Talk to me. And she walked me step by step on how she fry her fish. I have I have a question. If someone in the chat can answer this or send us an email or tweet at us. What is up with people taking the turkey and just putting it in the oven? I have never seen so many pink turkeys on tables in my entire <laughs> life. Like there doesn't seem to be any salt. Like people will take butter 
and put it under the skin, put a little bit of salt, and then they'll like I saw so many turkeys that were just pink. You saw you 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 saw you saw turkeys that was Alexis Texas color. Yes, <laughs> like no pepper. No poultry it was, seasoning. It was a little, it was a little brandy love colored. <laughs> like here, here's a little tip for those of you who still roast your turkey in the oven. Get some cheesecloth. Soak that cheesecloth in butter that has been mixed with fresh herbs, Ooh. salt, pepper, poultry seasoning, garlic powder, and a little bit. Well, this is, I like to put chili powder or smoked paprika because. When I smoke turkeys, it gives that mahogany look. You don't even got to do that. Take the cheesecloth, put it on top of the chicken once it reaches a golden brown, and it'll help darken it a little bit more. It's a fair, like it's very hard to ruin a turkey. And I saw so many turkeys that just looked terrible. Pink. Listen, you giving them all these garlic herbs, fresh parva. Listen, if you are hearing this, and this can be ever any way. Applicable or relatable to you, get up next year, go to Popeyes, yes. and get one of them turkeys. Let me tell you something. Because you are doing turkeys everywhere a disservice. And I can tell you, they don't pardon them turkeys from Virginia Tech for, for you to do whatever you're doing to them can turkeys. Can I tell you about one of the, this is the last thing I'll say before we get out of here? Go ahead. I think the first year my wife and I lived together, we got. Um, our, we bought our turkey from a local chicken joint, a little chicken wing. That, like, outside of a couple of turkeys that I have made, best turkey I've ever had in my life. Like them places. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to get back on the smoking turkey. Let me tell you something. This year I fried some chicken, but if I was like at home or back with family, I would have gotten the ham with gravy. Maybe Whoa, I just need to tell folks. ham with. Is it country ham or is it spiral ham? Whatever the. Thanksgiving ham is they well. Making? Country ham is really salty. Spiral ham is usually the one with a little bit of glaze on it. It's probably a spiral ham. Keep going. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a meat man like you. Oh, ass, Jesus, dog! Hey, no, yo! I just, because why you know your meat so well? Well, and why you know your meat listen, so well? You meat man? You missed the meat? Some big bam, you big in here. Please tell him there's between country ham and a spiral ham. Big meat Danny. Now I come in, it's you're your meat shaming me right now. You don't hey, know your meat, yo. you don't know your cleared meat, your spiral meat, your smoked meat, your big meat, your little meat. Hey yo, meat, 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 meat. D, where big D, where can they find you? We got all the meats, RBS. <laughs> where can they find you, D? Hey yo. That's gonna be my new Twitter handle, Meat Man. Oh wait, wait, what? <laughs> Let me see if that's available. Hold on, because I'll do that tonight. That's hilarious. No, you're not. No, you. Oh, not. it's taken. Damn it, Meat Man is taken. First off, what freaky ass? <laughs> Never mind. Hold on. Ladies How about Meter Man? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, that's taken too. What about? This has been another episode of Speak On It. Danny, let the people know where to find Well, you. if I can find an appropriate meat man, you can find me on X at Meat Man, but I can't. So for now, you can find me at Danny Ocean 41.
I wonder if you could do meat with two T's and two N's. Oh, so now you want now you want to double up on your No, it's taken. Damn. You Bam. Get your get your boy. Listen, make sure y'all follow the kid at Los Demix. That's L-O-S-D-E-E-M-I-X. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Make sure you guys follow me on SoundCloud too. We got D Mix episode, uh uh D Mix upstairs episode two out now, exclusively for episode 124 of Speak on It. We out here getting lit, and you know what I'm saying. You know how we rocking. Shout out to the LA Lakers. Hey, we we making it to this end season tournament. Let's do something. Shout out to the Green Bay Packers for doing what y'all got to do. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles, man, holding it down. And uh, Danny, I guess shout out to the Mavericks. Y'all are y'all are no, all right. no, they, they've been in for losing streak. And Luca hurt his thumb. But back to our, you know, what is available? Meaty man with two T's and two N's. You should keep Danny Ocean. I'm gonna ask that you keep Danny Ocean because, like, as a man, you gotta have some shame. <laughs> and, and I just feel like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be a dog if I just sat here and condoned whatever the fuck you about to get. Yeah, we, I'm gonna shut that shit all the way the fuck down now. I I I I didn't mean to say it so, so bluntly, but no, we gotta. We gotta shut that shit down immediately. I'm just we yeah, some ideas just don't need to take off. Listen, imagine how many how many things in the world we would have been saved from had somebody just been like, yo, dog, I hear you with this idea, but like this shit's never gonna see the light of day. We just need to shut this shit the fuck down. But like I hear you though. But like, no. Oh think about it. Think about it. Imagine how many wars could have been avoided. Yo, we're Let's go press the button and drop two nukes on them. Yo, dog, I hear you and all. And, like, they fucking up over there and we at war with them. But, like, what we're not going to do is just drop nukes on, like, people. So I'm going to need you to sit sit with this for a little bit and think about why you were just ready to just condone, like, genocide the way you was. Because we're going to re- revisit this tomorrow because we're just not doing that. Imagine. 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 Meats Man is available, too. Y'all have a good night. Yo, have mercy on my soul. Please, y'all make sure y'all go speak on it. Make sure y'all follow us on all the socials. Much love to everyone who showed up. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us. Make sure you speak on it. We out of here. Peace. Peace.